Hello and welcome to Little Philosophers, where Plato meets Plato. This is Josh, and I'll be your host. Today I'm reading a story called As You Wish by Tyler W. Kurt. Sad Bear and his friends had been living in the pitch black for years, absolute blackness. They had been put in the trunk shortly after their child, George, had gotten a puppy. There's no sense of time in the blackness, so they didn't know how long they had been there. Months, maybe years. And then one day they heard footsteps in the darkness. Clack, 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 clack. The sound grew louder as it approached. Clack, 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 clack. Would it mean a person would finally set them free? Would this be the person to let them out? The room shifted violently. Fluffy, a stuffed white rabbit with just one eye, landed on top of Sad Bear, a teddy bear. Mr. Giraffe, a stuffed giraffe, fell onto Dolly, a hard plastic doll, with a yellow dress and loose threads. Dolly also had, drawn on the side of her face, a long crayon mark in the shape of an A, which made her self-conscious. As the trunk jostled, the stuffed animals rolled around on each other until they finally landed with a thud. The top of the trunk opened. After years of living in the dark, the bright light temporarily blinded the animals as they looked up. Their eyes slowly adjusted and they saw towering over them an eccentrically dressed elderly woman. The woman had white hair that looked as though it hadn't been combed in years and a face thick with wrinkles from smiling. She was 75 years old if she was a day, but her clothes were that of a teenager in a time long past. In fact, her blouse and poodle skirt made it look like she was about to go to a 1950s dance. Her shoes, however, were converse, one red and one white, and when she spoke she used the words of an elderly woman, but said the words in a light, fairy-like voice. Why, hello, dears, said the woman. What do we have here? The woman pulled Dolly out of the trunk and examined her. Now aren't you in sad shape? Old dress, torn threads... The woman quickly licked her thumb and started rubbing the red crayon off Dolly's face. It looks like somebody was learning their alphabet on you. Well, this will never do. The woman looked down at the other stuffed animals in the trunk. A sad lot indeed. She gently set Dolly down in the outside of the trunk and picked up the stuffed beagle that was jammed in between two other animals. As she lifted the beagle, it exposed its missing leg with stuffing hanging out. Be careful with my stuffing, shouted the beagle. I am being careful, said the woman. You can hear me? The beagle asked, shocked. The woman held the beagle up to look him straight in the eye, because she felt it was more respectful to look someone directly in the eye when you spoke to them. Well, of course I can. Is your leg in the trunk? Should I get it for you? It's not in the trunk. The puppy ripped it off. Well, the woman said, if I ever meet that puppy, I'll have to explain to him the proper way to play with children's toys. The woman gently set the beagle on the ground outside of the trunk next to Dolly. At the very least, I can sew that hole of yours closed so you don't lose any more stuffing. You'll be a three-legged dog, but that's better than being a dog that's losing its stuffing. Excuse me, ma'am, said Sad Bear from the trunk looking up. Sad Bear, you see, was named Sad Bear because he had a frown sewn on his face for a mouth when he was born. This caused him to be sad, even when happy things were happening around him. Excuse me, ma'am, said Sad Bear. 
Can you really hear us? The woman picked up Sad Bear to look him in the eyes, just as she had done with the stuffed beagle. I suppose I can. Hold on. Let me get you all out of there so we can be properly introduced. The woman sat Sad Bear down, then reached into the trunk and pulled out all the stuffed animals. Mr. Giraffe, Edwina the elephant, as well as Fluffy the white rabbit, Mr. Panda, and a rainbow unicorn that all the other animals made fun of because she stood out and had no name at all. She grabbed them all and one by one lined them up in a circle so they could have a proper conversation. When they were all sitting in their places, Fluffy, the stuffed white rabbit, looked up at the woman and spoke first. Excuse me, miss, but how is it you can hear us, he said, in a rabbit's squeaky voice. Well, the woman said, sitting down cross-legged in front of them, a rather impressive feat considering her age. You can all hear each other, can't you? Yes, said Fluffy, but we're stuffed animals, and you're a real person, and real people can't hear stuffed animals, well, except sometimes when they're very young. I guess I never grew up, the woman replied. Then she glanced around at the other stuffed animals in the circle to examine them. Well, you are a motley group in dire need of repairs, if you don't mind me saying. We've been in the trunk for a very long time, said Sad Bear. And before we get put away by George, that was our child, the puppy would play with us very rough. The three-legged beagle held up his stump where his leg used to be to prove his point. The woman looked over at the beagle. Indeed, replied the woman, looking where his leg used to be. But like I said, I will fix you. I will fix all of you. And you will be in ship shape and ready to go to a new home in no time. So let's make a list of all the things that need to be fixed. First, of course, my beagle friend. I will sew your leg hole shut so you can stop losing stuffing. Or if you would prefer, I can make you a new leg that matches. You can do that? asked Beagle in wonder. Why, of course I can, said the woman, who took out a small notepad and a pencil to write a note as she spoke. One new Beagle leg. Excuse me, ma'am, Dolly said, seeing her chance. My dress is very dirty, you see, and it has yellowed with age, when it should be white. And the threads are all coming out. Yes, yes, of course, the woman interrupted. I shall sew you a new white one. The woman spoke out loud as she wrote in her notepad. One new white dress. You appear to be a size negative 32, is that correct? Dolly blushed and lowered her head. Yes, ma'am, that's correct. How many dresses would you like? I like? Dolly asked. Yes. How many dresses would you like me to make for you? Well, said Dolly, I have only ever had the one. I'll make you three to get started, and more later if you want. Dolly heard this and blushed. Fluffy the white rabbit spoke up in his squeaky rabbit voice. I lost one of my eyes to the dog. Could you sew me a new eye? Oh yes, I see that. That will never do. I will find you a new eye to sew on. The woman wrote in her notepad as she spoke. One new rabbit eye. Actually, Fluffy said, if it's not too much to ask, my eyesight wasn't great before, even with two eyes. You see, when I was born, my eyes were made of the cheapest plastic. 
Do you think you could sew on better eyes so that I can see better than before? I don't see why not. And I, said Mr. Panda, speaking up for the first time in Panda's deep, proper voice. I am quite fat, even for a panda. Would it be too much to trouble you to take some of my stuffing out? Not all of it, mind you, just a little bit. So I still look like a panda, but I look like a thin panda. Of course, said the woman. What else can I change? Anything you want. I can make you taller, or shorter, or fatter, or thinner. I can change your eyes, or even your fur. As a matter of fact, while I'm at it, would anyone else like me to take some of their stuffing out? The elephant's trunk went up. Mr. Giraffe, a stuffed orange and brown giraffe that spoke very quickly when he spoke, spoke up next. I know I'm a giraffe, and I know giraffes have long necks, but I think I look very silly standing next to everyone else with such a long neck. I would like four and a quarter inches taken off my neck, please. Of course, the woman replied with a smile and a note in her notebook. Exactly four and a quarter inches. You can do that? asked the very shy rainbow unicorn. Yes, I can. Well, then could you... The unicorn said very softly. You, you see, I'm a unicorn. Yes, I see that, said the woman. Unicorns are very rare and very special indeed. Yes, but you see, said the unicorn almost in a whisper. I don't want to be rare and special. Could you please take off my unicorn horn and make my fur brown so that people will think I was a horse? The woman gave a slow nod, like a bow. If that is what you wish. The only animal that hadn't asked for anything was Sad Bear, and so the woman turned to him last. And what about you, Mr. Bear? That frown stitched on your face looks terribly sad. You must be sad all the time. I am, said Sad Bear. From the first day I was made, I've been sad, and had this frown on my face. So I've always been sad. Well then, I shall fix that too. It won't take but a minute. I shall take that stitching out and stitch a smile on your face. You will always be happy, even when sad things are happening. Thank you, responded Sad Bear politely. But if it's all the same to you, I think I'll keep my frown. Well, why would you do that? I'm going to fix this leg and her dress and give him two brand new eyes that are better than cheap plastic eyes he was born with. I'm going to turn a unicorn into a horse, take stuffing out of Mr. Panda and his elephant friend, and make the giraffe's neck shorter. As long as I'm doing all of those things, I could just as well sew a smile on your face. Yes, I'm sure you could, said Sad Bear, and thank you for helping all my friends. But you see, ma'am, my name is Sad Bear, because I have a frown on my face. Because I am Sad Bear. I see. But you don't have to be sad, said the woman. Don't you know that being happy is good, and being sad is bad? Just like missing a leg is bad, and having all your legs is good, and having one eye is bad, and having two eyes is good, and having two very good eyes is even better still. And why would you want to be a unicorn or a giraffe and stand out when you can be so very average and blend in? Don't you want to be fixed? 
Sadbear thought about this for a while and thought a long time about the best way to explain himself without offending the eccentrically dressed woman or his friends. I think, Sadbear said slowly, even though I have a frown sewn on my face and I'm sad, even when good things are happening, I think, said Sadbear, I would prefer to just be me, even if you see that is just a sad bear. I see, said the woman, with a warm smile and a nod, as you wish. All right, little philosophers, here come the questions. Beagle asked for a new leg. Do you think that was okay? Why or why not? Dolly asked for a new dress. Do you think that was okay? Why or why not? Rabbit asked for better eyes. Was that okay? Why or why not? Panda and Elephant asked for less stuffing so they could be thinner. Do you think that's okay? Why or why not? Giraffe asked for a shorter neck. Is that okay? Why or why not? Unicorn asked to be turned into a horse. Was that okay? Why or why not? Sad Bear would rather stay himself than change to Happy Bear. Do you think that's okay? Why or why not? What makes it okay to change something about your body? If someone asked you to change something about your body, would you do it? If you, just you, not because of anybody else, really wanted to change something about yourself, what would you change? This episode Instead of me rambling on for a couple of minutes about some lesson I found interesting, I think this is something you kids should keep talking to your adults about. It's something very personal and very important. So I'm going to take this time instead to talk about after-dinner conversations. They publish short stories to have deeper conversations about. They have a podcast, magazine, and newsletter along with writing contests. On their podcast, they talk about a story and ask philosophical questions, just like us. Only their stories are made most of the time for older kids, and they talk about some more complicated topics. If you want to check them out, they gave me some discount codes for your first free month. And if you subscribe, there's another code for 20% off the yearly price. I'll put all this info in the description. I've read and listened to a handful of their stuff, and man, it's great. I highly recommend it for the kids and the adults. As always, thanks for listening, thinking, and wondering. I would really love to hear from you on social media or through email. Get your parents to help write me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter or my Facebook group by searching Lil Philosophers. That's L-I-L apostrophe space philosophers. My email 
is lil.philosoph at gmail.com. All the info is in the description. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to hear from you. This has been Low Philosophers, where Plato meets Plato.